A reading from the book of Sirach. Like the choice fat of the sacred offerings, so was David in Israel. He made sport of lions as though they were kids, and of bears like lambs of the flock. As a youth, he slew the giant and wiped out the people's disgrace. When his hand let fly the sling stone that crushed the pride of Goliath. Since he called upon the Most High God, who gave strength to his right arm to defeat the skilled warrior and raise up the might of his people, therefore the woman sang his praises and ascribed to him tens of thousands and praised him when they blessed the Lord. When he assumed the royal crown, he battled and subdued the enemy on every side. He destroyed the hostile Philistines and shattered their power till our own day. With his every deed, he offered thanks to God Most High in words of praise. With his whole being, he loved his maker and daily had his praises sung. He set singers before the altar and by their voices, he made sweet melodies. He added beauty to the feasts and solemnized the seasons of each year so that when the holy name was praised, before daybreak, the sanctuary would resound. The Lord forgave him his sins and exalted his strength forever. He conferred on him the rights of royalty and established his throne in Israel. Verbum Domini.
Dominus Fobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Marcum. King Herod heard about Jesus, for his fame had become widespread. And people were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying he is Elijah. Still others, he is a prophet like any of the prophets. But when Herod learned of it, he said, it is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? Her mother replied, the head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. Verbum Domini. The saint that we honor today was an Italian Capuchin priest who lived in the 16th and early 17th centuries, Saint Joseph of Leonissa. And in one of his sermons, he would say, every Christian must be a living book wherein one can read the teaching of the gospel. Similarly, he and all the saints can be seen as living commentaries of sacred scripture, as Father Thomas Dubay would call them, because they often read the Bible, they often meditated upon its sacred truths, and they sought to put the word of God into action in their daily lives.
their living commentaries or books wherein we could read the teachings of the Holy Gospel. And with that in mind, and looking at our readings today, we see a good example of what the virtue of fortitude looks like in the witness of David and John the Baptist. First of all, fortitude is that virtue which brings us to confront any difficulty or danger without fear, even death itself, for the service of God and the welfare of our neighbor. It enables one to make sacrifices willingly for the sake of attaining eternal riches in heaven. And one who possesses the virtue of fortitude does not allow ridicule or threats or persecution to intimidate them. They endure patiently the afflictions that come. And besides the examples that we have in today's readings of David and John the Baptist, we can also think of the example of the mother from 2 Maccabees with her seven sons, who said that they were ready to die rather than to transgress the law, and who regarded their sufferings as nothing. And we can likewise think of Abraham, who was willing to offer up his son Isaac if that was what God was asking of him. And of course, all the martyrs throughout the history of the church show us what the virtue of fortitude looks like, as they're willing to suffer even death for the sake of Christ and the kingdom of heaven. And the root of this virtue of fortitude, and in fact, the root of every virtue is charity, our love of God. That's the motivating force for courage or fortitude. So getting back to our readings, yesterday, we heard David, as he was preparing for death, tell his son Solomon, take courage and be a man. And in today's reading from Sirach, we see the fortitude of David himself. The reading recalled his making sport of lions and bears, and even in his youth, his defeat of that greatly feared warrior, Goliath. John the Baptist also clearly manifested the virtue of fortitude in today's gospel as he was sincerely concerned about the soul of King Herod. So he confronted him with the truth that what he was doing was unlawful and it was sinful before God to have his brother's wife, even when that put John's life in danger to make such a statement. Again, going back to the first reading from Sirach, we get an important statement regarding the reason for David's fortitude. We heard that David called upon the Most High God who gave strength to his right arm to defeat the skilled warrior and raise up the might of his people. God was his strength. He called upon Almighty God. And our Psalm for today, Psalm 18, also refers to God as our shield and our rock. He is our protection. Again, in our first reading, we heard that regarding David's victories, with every deed he offered thanks to God the Most High in words of praise. With his whole being, he loved his maker and daily had his praises sung. So we see greatly also the virtue of gratitude in his life. David also had the fortitude to wholeheartedly repent of his sins after a very big fall 
which was recounted last week in the readings. When he committed adultery and murder, he had the humility to acknowledge his sinfulness, to repent and to turn back to God. That required fortitude. Humility is strength. It is not weakness. It acknowledges the truth, which can be very, very difficult to acknowledge at times. And it certainly has a connection to fortitude. So we pray today that like David, like John the Baptist, St. Joseph of Leonissa and all the saints, that we might imitate Christ, the example first and foremost of the virtue of fortitude.